Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Have you ever wished that we'd include soothing nature sounds as a background throughout a Get Sleepy episode? For example, maybe you would like to pair tonight's story with the sound of gentle rainfall. Well, now you can. We have partnered with the Deep Sleep Sounds app to help you create soothing soundscapes that will play in the background while you're listening to Get Sleepy. Here's what you need to do. Simply download the Deep Sleep Sounds app, choose your preferred sound and add it to the mix by tapping in the circle next to it. Make sure you go to the Controls tab within the Deep Sleep Sounds app and toggle the button to Allow Background Audio. This will mean you can listen to Get Sleepy and the app sounds at the same time, and you can control the volume of the specific sounds in the Mix tab. It's the ultimate sleep experience. Through our partnership with Deep Sleep Sounds, you can get a 30-day free trial by going to deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. That's deepsleepsounds.com slash get sleepy. Or just follow the link in the show notes for a 30-day free trial of the Deep Sleep Sounds app. Welcome to Get Sleepy. The podcast where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. I'm your host, Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tonight's episode is the first in a two-part story that's set in a magical world hidden away in the woods. On Wednesday, we'll have the second part, so be sure to tune in again. So now, make sure you're nice and comfortable in bed. Just laying flat on your back for the next few moments. Breathe in slowly and deeply, holding the breath at the top, and gently easing it back out. As you settle into this rhythm, just sense if there's any tension lingering in your body or any busyness in the mind. Whatever is hanging around tonight, we're going to gradually release the burden of stress, tension, or disruption. On your next inhale, squeeze your shoulders up towards your neck 
collecting and holding the tension there. Then gently breathe out and release the shoulders back down. Breathe in and tense the shoulder muscles. Then as you release the breath, imagine all your stress, tension and unwanted thoughts rolling down through your body, from the shoulders all the way to the tips of your toes and flowing out into the external world. Breathe in, collect the tension and feel it roll down and out of your body as you exhale. Little by little, you free yourself of anything and everything that might be getting in the way of relaxation. And with that release, your body sinks deeper into the comfort of your bed, and your mind softens into rest. As you gradually drift towards the land of dreams, begin to imagine a magnificent woodland. It's a beautiful autumn day, and the leaves of the trees are red, orange, and gold. There's something unique about this forest, though you can't quite tell what it is just yet. This is where our story begins. Deep in the heart of the woods, just behind a village, was a small kingdom brimming with fairies. These fluttering fairies lived in little houses that they built for themselves, using the things that the earth had given to them. Some lived in the hollowed-out parts of tree trunks, while others patched together large, thick leaves to make homes. Other fairies burrowed holes in the ground, like little moles. They were protected by the trees that housed them, and the earth that loved them. The fairies were Mother Nature's creatures. It was their job to protect the land in these woods. They had to heal and nourish the trees and feed the soil. In return, Mother Nature
protected the fairies. She kept them hidden away from the prying eyes of the humans who lived nearby. People in the village near the woods had heard stories of the fairies and wanted glimpses of them. But the trees were a barrier between the village and the guardian fairies. Whenever a human came too close, the tree branches would often tickle the person's head or sway across the path, blocking the way. And sometimes the path itself would confuse people by moving entirely. These fairies had to remain hidden away so that they could do their work and live peacefully in their homes. But once every few years, someone slipped through the cracks. Most times, they didn't mean to. It was just luck, coincidence, or sometimes fate. An autumn afternoon, not so long ago, was one of those days. It was a day when the woods had decided to allow a guest to greet the fairies. The air was brewing something within its cool breeze, while the clouds were a misty grey. They did their best to hide the sun, but its beams still shone through the gaps. The brilliant rays made the dewdrops sparkle on the amber leaves in the woods. A girl was walking down a path illuminated by a single sunbeam. Her name was Evie, and she loved autumn. As she walked through the woods, she admired the world around her. She inhaled the scent of pine needles and damp leaves, and smiled as the earth crunched beneath her feet. It was sensory magic. That was how she'd describe it in a conversation with her mother before she left for her afternoon walk. There was something so magical about autumn. Everything about it delighted her senses from the crunch of the leaves to the beautiful colors of the trees. She looked up at the canopy of leaves above her now. It looked as though the trees had been set on fire in a glow of burning colors. It didn't matter that the skies were gray today. The trees were still shining with all the magic and color from the sun. Evie barely noticed which direction she was walking in. 
she couldn't help but look up and admire the beauty all around her. And the trees felt her adoration and love. They appreciated the warmth they could sense in her heart. So they let her continue walking, even though she was approaching the secret part of the woods. The tree branches didn't dare reach out and trip her up. They didn't tickle her neck or swipe her hat off her head. Instead, they allowed her to pass. As Evie looked up at the world around her, she barely glanced at the path she was walking on. She didn't notice that it had changed and the path had suddenly veered off to the left. Neither did she notice that the earth had changed. The grass and the fallen leaves had disappeared. Evie continued walking until she realized that her feet were no longer crunching. Instead, she heard the tapping of her shoes against the stone. When she looked down, she noticed that the dirt trail nestled in the lush green grass had vanished. It had been replaced with a cobblestone walkway. The path was tightly lined with red maple trees and tall shrubs, so she had no option other than to turn back or to follow the path wherever it might lead. Evie looked back at where she'd come from, hoping to spot the dirt trail she had followed before. But behind her, she could only see green grass, fallen leaves, and tall, looming trees. The trail had disappeared. Evie stood still and wondered what to do next. She looked up at the clouds softly floating by and wished it was evening so that the North Star could make an appearance. If only there was something to guide her. For a moment, she thought about turning back and wandering through the woods until she could make sense of where she was. But something stopped her. It was as though a firm finger was pointing back to the cobblestone path she stood on now. A voice inside seemed to be encouraging her to follow the path. Evie was filled with a sense of excitement. 
the thrill of something new thrummed in her heart. In that moment, the rest of the world faded away. All that was left was this cobblestone path before her and the wonderful possibility of adventure. So Evie began to walk. She watched her boots step over the glistening stones. Each footstep was cautious and quiet, but somehow she wasn't afraid. Instead, she felt happy and curious. She was ready for whatever this little path was leading her to. But after just a few more steps, Evie came to a halt. She heard a distant scuttling from somewhere, like tiny little feet pattering on the stone. At first, she thought it was an animal, possibly a mouse or a squirrel. But then she heard quiet footsteps and realized it must be something else. Could it even be something magical? Of course, Evie didn't really believe in magic anymore. When she was little, she had once seen the garden gnome on her front lawn wink at her. On another occasion, she'd mistaken a dragonfly for a fairy. But that was when she was very young. After she turned twelve, all thoughts of magic vanished. It was something that belonged in books, she decided. Evie had convinced herself that her magical experiences weren't real. But now, here in the woods, she found herself looking down at a tiny green person about the size of her finger. He had fluttering wings and was looking up at her curiously. Evie couldn't help but rub her eyes. It had to be a dream. She had traveled through these woods hundreds of times, and never before had she seen a cobblestone walkway, nor had she ever seen mythical creatures. It was all in her imagination. Shaking her head, Evie shut her eyes tightly. She hoped that when she reopened them, she would suddenly be back home in her bed. But she couldn't smell the scents of home like the cinnamon candle her mother burned throughout autumn. 
Instead, Evie smelled the damp earth and the rich, musty scent of pine. She could feel the gentle breeze of the autumn wind, carrying with it the smells that surrounded her. And she knew that when she opened her eyes, she wouldn't be in bed. She would still be in the woods. Ever so slowly, Evie opened one eye. She was so surprised by what she saw that she took a step backwards and tripped on a stone. But just as she was falling, she felt something reach out and wrap itself around her waist. It caught her before she could hit the ground. Looking down, she saw what was wrapped around her. It was a long, sinewy branch that belonged to a red maple tree. Before she could react or say anything, the tree lifted her up so that she was steady on her feet. Then, it slowly pulled its branch away from her. Evie blinked. Now it was just an ordinary tree with solid branches once more. Thank you, she murmured, unsure what else to say to a tree that had just rescued her. The tree waved its branch, as if to say, no problem. Evie couldn't believe it. She felt as though she was Alice and had stumbled into Wonderland somehow. Rubbing her eyes, she slowly turned her attention back to the very thing that had surprised her before. Fluttering up in the air with beautiful, multicolored wings were several small people. They were no bigger than her hand. As they hovered, they inclined their heads towards her. They looked at Evie as though she were the strange thing. It was as if she were the mythical creature here. Fairies, Evie whispered. She felt like she had to say something to break this unusual silence. That way, she would be sure she was really here. The fairies watched Evie with furrowed brows. No one had come into their little village for years now. They hadn't had company for some time. 
one of the fairies looked up at the surrounding trees and frowned. He seemed to be thinking, you silly trees, how could you let a human through? But the other fairies smiled in excited anticipation. They knew Evie shouldn't be there. She was a human after all. But they trusted the trees that protected them. If Evie had somehow managed to slip through their defenses, then she was either incredibly clever or incredibly kind and good. But judging from Evie's reaction, they soon understood that she had never planned on getting through to the guardian fairies. Something had led her here, to their little village, hidden away in the heart of the woods. Whatever the reason, they assumed that it was something good. So, with smiles on their little faces, they flew up towards Evie. Their hands wrapped around her fingers and her clothes as they tugged at her. They were trying to coax her further down the cobblestone path. Evie allowed the fairies to tug her along. It felt surreal, having such little things pulling at her with all their might. She could have easily brushed them off, turned around, and tried to find her way back home. But instead, she walked along the path, guided by the fairies. She wasn't quite sure what else to do. If she turned back, she might get lost. Besides, she wasn't sure that she wanted to go back. Not so soon, anyway. She had just stumbled into a world of fairies and trees that could move. How could she possibly just walk home after seeing that? Especially as it seemed the fairies wanted her to stay. The further Evie walked, the clearer the end of the path became. She could now see two small willow trees that ended the wall of maples. Their soft, curved branches and vibrant green leaves acted as a curtain, protecting whatever lay behind it. For a moment, Evie hesitated. So far, she had found fairies and moving trees. What would she find? beyond the curtain of leaves. 
ogres, perhaps, or trolls, or wizards. She didn't have to wait long to find out. As if sensing her presence, the willow trees moved automatically. Their leaves pulled back to reveal something straight out of a fairy tale. Back in Evie's world, the season was autumn. She could taste the pumpkin spice in the air and relish the beauty of the golden leaves. But in here, past the willow trees, Evie could have sworn it was summer. As she walked, the air seemed to change. She could feel the heat spreading through her body. Suddenly, she regretted wearing the hat and scarf her grandmother had knitted for her. In front of her was a village, the smallest village Evie had ever seen. The entrance was illuminated by brilliant, glowing sunlight. The leaves of the willow tree tickled Evie's cheeks as she passed through. The fairies let go of her and fluttered down into the village and into the collection of homes that was spread out before them. Evie looked up at the blue sky and the white clouds that bobbed along it like fluffy boats. The sun was bright and inviting. Its rays wrapped around Evie, enveloping her in a warm hug. She had the sudden urge to peel off her autumn layers and lie on the ground, basking in the sun's warmth. Before her, she could see the cobbled path stretched onwards, creating a center for a small town. Right in the middle was a tall building, or rather, it must have seemed tall for the fairies. Evie guessed that if she was standing next to the building, it would only reach her waist. The cream-colored building seemed to be made out of stone. It stood tall and strong, as though it had been there for centuries. Evie was reminded of the houses that lined her street which her mother would tell her about in detail. They had been built hundreds of years ago and still remained standing. Embedded in the middle of this building was a large clock. As she looked at it, Evie realized 
that it was almost tea time. She should have started heading back home quite a while ago. A group of fairies stood in front of the building with the clock. They were carrying things they seemed to have taken from the woods, like acorns and orange leaves. When Evie approached, they all turned and stared at her with open mouths. Some even dropped the things they were holding. Evie didn't want to walk too far into the tiny village in case she stepped on something or someone. From where she was standing, she could see that on either side of the cobblestone pathway there were intricately made houses created from natural materials. She couldn't help but marvel at one house made from a collection of sturdy leaves and twigs. At first glance, she thought it resembled a very neat pile of leaves. But then, a little head poked through an opening, and Evie quickly saw it for what it was. A home. She was so busy admiring the sights before her, that she almost missed the fairy that had sneaked up on her. It was now flying in front of her face. This fairy stood out from all the others. She wore a long yellow silk dress and had glowing brown hair that flowed down her body. Her wings were larger than the others and matched her yellow dress too. She had a pretty and delicate face. Evie couldn't help but smile as the fairy flew closer to her. Hello, said the fairy, and Evie gaped. For some reason, she hadn't thought the fairies could talk. Perhaps it was because they had taken to tugging on her clothes instead of just asking her to follow them down the path. Welcome to our home, said the fairy. I suppose you're here for a reason. Or maybe the trees decided it was time for a visit. The fairy cocked her head at Evie, waiting for her to talk. But the words didn't come. The fairies around them were all watching this exchange, waiting for Evie to say something. And then she finally spoke. I don't know how I got here 
I'm so sorry to disturb you. Evie took a hesitant step backwards and glanced at the clock once more. I really should head back now, anyway, she added. It's getting late. The fairy smiled kindly at Evie and nodded her head. Then she spoke. If the trees deemed your visit necessary today, perhaps they will deem it necessary another day when there is more time. With that, two fairies fluttered towards Evie. They sparkled in the sunlight as though hovering in a cloud of fairy dust. Or perhaps it really was fairy dust, Evie thought. After a final glance at the magical village, she turned and followed the fairies back out. They led her in silence, which was just as well. Evie was still awestruck. She didn't think she had it in her to talk. By the time she had reached the dirt path, Evie was starting to feel aware of just how tired she was. She waved goodbye to the fairies and wandered home, her head completely in the clouds. The events of the day floated through her mind. She still couldn't believe that any of it was real. When her mother asked her how she'd spent the afternoon, Evie didn't know what to say. She wasn't even sure what she had done that day. She could only be sure that she had gone for a walk. And she had discovered a world so special She wanted to pinch herself each time she remembered it to check she wasn't dreaming. After dinner, Evie had a warm, relaxing bath. It felt like she was washing away the forest, picking twigs and moss out of her hair. Then she put on her pyjamas and got into bed. Outside her window, the sun had gone away and been replaced by a glistening full moon. As Evie put her head on the pillow, her tired brain finally made sense of everything she'd seen that day. Now she knew that fairies were in fact real. And she knew she would return to the woods as soon as possible 
Evie turned off the light and closed her eyes. She was sure she would dream of moving trees and tiny, glittering people with beautiful wings. And after just a few deep breaths, she was fast asleep.